welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all the dirty details. It's July. It is officially July. This is our June wrap up. The year is flying by. I feel like it is for you because you're pregnant. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. Because I've already started like playing maternity leave. And so I'm already oh, like so thinking jealous. about next January. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, minus the baby. Oh, it'd be so great. <laughs> I know. I know. So what happened in June for you? You know, I will be 32 weeks pregnant tomorrow. Oh my God. Which feels like I'm getting towards the end here. Um, you are. You're You're due soon. <laughs> I know. In June, I spent a lot of time in the nursery. I felt you like did. I was trying to get it all together. The nursery is adorable. <laughs> it, it looks like it should be in a magazine. Stop it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Thank you. I hate complimenting you. Okay. <laughs> We have all the big stuff. Yes. We have the chair. We have a bookshelf. We Uh have the crib. We have the dresser. No giraffe, but it's fine. No giraffe. Sorry, mom. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm really happy. I just sit in there sometimes. Yeah. It's a very peaceful place to be. Yeah. I accidentally went into like a transportation theme with like... Oh yeah. I guess you did, huh? Trains, planes, automobiles. Submarines. Yeah. Submarines. Uh Uh-huh. But totally accidental, but is it all this Formula One you're you're watching? No, it could be. <laughs> I already am a crazy person, and I was just like, oh my gosh, his first birthday could be Formula One theme. Oh, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I I just need to take a, a breath there. But yeah, I feel like it's coming. You'll be together. wearing like a racing suit. I know. <laughs> I think it could be cute. Oh, Anyways, yeah, it's coming together. That's awesome. And you're throwing a baby shower next week. I know. It's already just like snuck up on me. I'm so excited. So I think we have everything pretty good to go. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a citrus theme. Yeah, so I mean, cute. it's going to be perfect. I can't believe I'm having a baby shower. I know. Me either. And you're going to have a pretty big turnout, which was shocking. <laughs> Not in a bad way, just like that's a lot of people, you know. For... I am surprised when you told me how many people. Yeah, because there's a lot of people come. that are out of state too. So, but yeah, you, you're going to have a pretty good turnout. It's going to so be a excited. rager. Oh yes, <laughs> I am ready to party. <laughs> Bring your glow sticks. <laughs> That's awesome. So you've been nesting pretty hard. I have been. I yesterday during the workday, I thought, you know, this is a great time to clean out the entire kitchen. Why not? Took everything off the counters, put things away. Nice. Just yeah, making a lot to make of, room for all that baby stuff. Making a lot of counter space Ugh. so I can feel the nesting mm-hmm. settling in. But I think it's funny. So, you know, I nest in the way that's like, OK, let's look at his clothes. Let's make sure we have what we need. Mm-hmm. And my husband is like, oh, we got to power wash the back patio. Like We just have different. Very different. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming together. That's awesome. I mean, I'm due next month. End of August. It's kind of like it was yesterday. You lied to me about all that. <laughs> yeah. I still think about whenever I walk past the bar kit that you got me for Christmas. The cocktail kit uh you got me for Christmas. When you were very pregnant already. Uh Uh-huh. And you didn't know and I didn't tell you and I just happily accepted a cocktail set. Liar. (laughs) Well, what's up with you? That's all all I do these days. So what do you do? (laughs) Just be pregnant. Well, I recently moved laterally to a different position. Yes. Which was a great move for me, um, which also sparked a week long vacation. Nothing fancy. We didn't go anywhere, but we did uh, do our first Airbnb and I had talked to you last time about it. It was really fun. So we rented essentially just a a nicer, bigger house. Yep. (laughs) So we pretended to be rich for a week. uh, But what I loved about the house is that it was straight from the 90s. It was what I would picture being rich as a kid in the 90s, um, but corporate. Corporate rich. Corporate it had like rich. green marble floors, uh, 
tons of mahogany wood. Just, like, just so many built-ins. So much built-in shelving, cabinets. It was crazy. I was like, did people, did we have that many books in the 90s? But then I'm like, we probably did because we didn't have like a Kendall or You're anything. right. Yes. Um, just ex- encyclopedias. You know? Yeah, you like bought the whole set of encyclopedias. You didn't have the internet. And so, but now I'm like, what What would you do with all that shelving? Like, you wouldn't. I mean, there's just no way to fill just, the amount of shelving you had. It's just crazy. But the kids just went swimming because, you know, this neighborhood was very nice and it seemed like everybody had a pool. So, and you can't see right now because I have covered it in makeup, but I straight up look like Rudolph. Like, this is you got a sunburn? So red. Oh, no. Like, my nose and forehead is like the beacon for the sun. And so I, I lathered it and it's still just like the reddest thing in the world. I mean, you know? I get sunburns all the time. Oh. So I really remember when you got the bottom of your feet sunburned? The top of my oh, feet. Oh, the top, yeah. That and was so painful. And I was like, what? <laughs> we were visiting our friends in Florida. And I still think about this because my feet were so swollen mm-hmm. that the friend we were staying with, he was like, are your feet always that big? <laughs> I was like, no, they're oh just, my gosh. they were in bad shape. But you know what? I have to apologize to you about something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's hear it. Okay. So you may have told me on the podcast too last month, mm-hmm. but you were talking about how Crocs shrink. Uh-huh. And I was, I looked at you like you were crazy. I had never heard. Yeah, I appreciated that. Uh-huh. I had never heard about Crocs shrinking. Uh-huh. But you know what's funny is that I feel like TikTok, my phone, listens to me. And recently, clearly a video targeted for me was presented to me. To prove it, I'm right? To prove that you're right. Nice. Thank you, TikTok. And it was a woman who had gotten a new pair of Crocs. Uh-huh. And then her her husband had left a pair of Crocs in the car. Mm-hmm. They were like half the size. Yes. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, I feel I, terrible. It was funny. After we recorded that, I went home and I was like, Krista straight up thought I was lying. I know. She just thought my feet got fatter or I something. Know. And then Gracie's like, mom, maybe your feet did get fatter. And I was like, easy. Did I was you like, spend like a month questioning yourself about Crocs? No, because I knew I was right. And the reason is I also bought some faux like Birkenstock looking shoes that made her the same material of Crocs. And I bought them at Target. Well, for whatever reason, I don't know why this happens, but one she was left inside and the other one was left outside. Kristen... I should have taken a picture, but it was literally half the size of the other shoe. And I was like, I can't even wear it. I couldn't even put my foot into it. And I was like, I told her that I was right. I I don't know why I didn't believe you. I'm like, oh my gosh. But so leave I, your Crocs inside, people. Yes, I've been proven heat. wrong. And I'm very sorry about. Mm-hmm. But just know, like, if the store only had, like, a huge size, just leave them outside. They'll fit. <laughs> I just had to tell you that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I mean, the look of just disbelief on your face was just a little shocking to me. I was like, this is what she chooses not to believe. (laughs) I know. I just never heard of it. Yeah. So I was like, obviously, it's a lie. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) That's really about it. I had the... The Airbnb experience, very nice. I would have taken the kitchen home, the closet. The closet the was closet. like the size of our living room. I was like, this is bonkers. And then I would have taken the pool. It was just like a little oasis back there. That's I loved so it so nice. much. And then from the closet of the master bedroom, you could go out to the backyard. There was like a sliding door. And oh. I was like, oh. And they had like a, <laughs> this is like so nice. They had like a built-in vanity in the closet. And they also had one of those cabinets that you open and then like the ironing board comes out. I was oh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> Not that I iron And I anything. love this for you. Yeah. What I don't love for me uh-huh. is that while you were in paradise, uh-huh. our AC went out in the middle of summer. Yes. you. Yeah, you've had some AC issues. We've had some AC issues. Mm-hmm. They're old. We knew it was coming, mm-hmm. but we did have to replace both units. Yeah. And that was a pretty penny. That was a little bit painful. I'm not, not going to lie to you. Yeah. 
but it's done. Actually, and now it's like the coldest it's ever been in here. I know. It's like usually I'm like it's a little hot. I'm sweating. My ass is sweating. Yeah. No. Now it works. It works great. It's great. It's great. Which is nice. Anything else going on? No. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. All right. What are we talking about today? We read. What did we read? <laughs> I up. need to look. I, I've actually been reading a lot more lately, so I just tend to get all the books confused if I don't. Kristen whizzes through the books. Like, as soon as she ends the, the book and closes it, she's like, what did I read? <laughs> like, she forgets every aspect yeah. of the so book. and so when I read books that are similar, I tend to just get them all confused. Yeah. But we read A Deal with the Devil. And Which, this one was recommended to us. Was it? It was. Oh, okay. But it was a while ago, so I forget who recommended well, it. Whoever did it, thank you. Thank you. We, we did enjoy it. Yeah, I actually started yesterday. I go, when are we recording? And you're oh like, tomorrow. Gosh. And I was like, crap. And so I downloaded it. The second it. you told me that, I was like, she has not read that book. I haven't read it. That book. there are times that I have only like finished like 90%. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let her down this time. And I stayed up until 2 a.m. Well, and I finished and usually it. it's fine if you read 90%. Yeah. But there was that one time where you only read 90%. And like the most ridiculous scene happened in the last 5%. But I did read this one. I I powered through. I'm proud of you. Thank you. A Deal with the Devil. Who was it by? (laughs) One moment, please. (laughs) A Deal with the Devil is by Elizabeth O'Rourke. I think this is the first book I've ever read by her. But I did like the way she, she wrote. And this is a series. Yeah. There's... Four of them. Or actually... Did she have... In the book, wasn't there a friend named Ben? Yes. And then there was a Matt? Oh. Was there? Yeah. It was her ex, Matt. Oh, you're right. Yeah. The next book is about a guy named (coughs) Drew. No, Drew is a girl. Drew was her friend in the book. Uh, The rock star. She was obsessed with her guitarist or something. Sometimes I'm like... Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I just It's so fresh. I just you're finished right. it like a few hours ago. <laughs> oh, I think I'm just reading the little preview here for the next book. I think Drew ends up meeting Six's older brother, hot nerd doctor. Yeah. Maybe you should read that one. I might read that one. That's the second one. We'll see if Matt comes up or... No, Ben is in the third one. The fourth one comes out next year. More to come. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Let's get into it. Okay, so we start with Tally, mm-hmm. Natalia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and her friend has offered her a temporary assistant position working for Hayes Flynn. Hayes Flynn. And I just cannot see the name Flynn without thinking of Flynn Rider in the Rapunzel. Oh, I love Flynn. And I'm not even a huge Disney person. Like I, I love Tangled. But it's one ta- of my favorites. Tangled is great. Yeah. But I just, whenever I see the word or the name Flynn, I just can't help but think of Flynn Rider. I just felt like it should have been switched. I thought it should have been Flynn Hayes. I don't know why. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And yeah. I think it's because of Tangled. So, yeah. So, Tally's friend is the current assistant for Hayes. Jonathan. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan is going out of the country. Him and his partner are adopting. So, he's trying to find a temporary assistant to fill in for him. Correct. And so he offers it to Tally. And this is a good job for her because how much does it pay? 4000 a week. $4,000 a week uh-huh. to be an assistant. I'm sorry. If I were making 16000 a month. What? <laughs> I'd be like, woo! Can you even imagine? I don't make 16000 a month. Hayes is a plastic surgeon to the, for stars. the stars. Yeah. He's also British. Mm-hmm. And he's also very attractive. Yes, he's like a perfect specimen. Right. He's a hot British tall man surgeon. We start out in the book with knowing that Tally hates 
Hayes and he also hates her but it's based off of essentially nothing like it's really unclear why they hate each other but he especially is pretty rude to her whenever she shows up day one and Jonathan his former assistant had said Natalia will be your new assistant that I found yes and he didn't realize that it was Tally Mm -hmm. and so when she comes in he's just like what are you doing here yeah angry that it's her unclear why he hates her and why she thinks he's such a dick because she's really right and the whole time I I was reading I was like well maybe they'll get to it in another chapter like a flashback and they don't really really do it but the hatred is there for on both sides Mm -hmm. and they're both not nice to each other Mm -mm. but we don't really know where it's coming from I didn't know if Jonathan was just like oh my boss is a dick but it it really didn't sound like he hated him no it sounds like Jonathan was happy working for they had like a yeah they had an established relationship but yeah I didn't get it unclear why they were enemies they didn't even know each other they had not met each other no Hayes only saw photos of Tally on Jonathan's desk that was yeah. really it but they had never met no but she was convinced he was an asshole and you had said this too like you felt like you missed a chapter like I feel like I missed the part where they hate each other right I felt like there had to be a falling out but we never know what that is and yeah. there wasn't one it didn't mm-hmm. seem like because they had never spoken before that right so that part was a little bit off for me but she's his new assistant mm-hmm. she starts day one assisting <laughs> assisting <laughs> So the first thing that he really says to her, which is interesting to me, is how sacred his phone number is. Yes. He makes it very clear. And I took a note on this because I figured it would come back up later and it didn't. But (laughs) he was so clear that she could not give his phone number out. Only three people have his phone number. Mm -hmm. His friend, Ben, Jonathan, his former assistant, and and now Tally. Right. Not even his mother, he said. Yeah, he even said, my mom calls, like, don't give her my number. (laughs) And I just didn't understand why, because... I kind of, because he has a work phone, obviously, Mm -hmm. for his clients. Right. But he was like so serious about it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought, you know, if it does get out. Just get a new number. Just get a new number. It's only three people who have it. They They, were very intense about it. The three people could change your number in their Mm -hmm. three phones. But I'm assuming the intensity just came because he was kind of like a slut and uh, a lot of women texted him quite often get around town quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I assume it's because he's a rich, sexy plastic surgeon. With a British accent, yeah. Probably gets women very easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Day two, she goes to his house because every morning she shows up at his house and she brings him coffee and they kind of go over his schedule for the day because he's not in the office every day. Right. He has he, like one surgery day and then he makes a lot of house calls. Makes a lot of house calls because I guess celebrities don't want to be seen going into a plastic surgeon's office, which mm-hmm. I get. So he goes to their houses. So they start every day at his place. Mm-hmm. But he also, most mornings, tells her like, hey, there's a woman upstairs in my bed. Yeah. That's Make part sure of her she leaves mm-hmm. and she's happy basically and she's like i don't know what you're like i don't know what happy means like what do i do so basically she's like she politely tries to get them out of the house and then she like sends them flowers and just like oh we we had a good night thank you yeah (laughs) and he says he never sees the same woman twice no so so these are all brand new women every single time uh, yeah Mm -hmm. and so that morning he he tells her that you know get this lady out of here Mm -hmm. (laughs) um But it's it's like it's 1030 and the woman hasn't left yet. Yeah. And so she goes up there. She like shakes her. She's like hard asleep. She's hard asleep. 
she tells the girl that it's 10.30. The girl freaks out and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm late for work. Court. <laughs> she's like a judge or a lawyer or something. She's a lawyer. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so late. I can't change outfits. Like mm-hmm. she asks Tally if they they'll switch. switch outfits because all the girl has is like her sexy red dress from the night right. before. And I just kind of thought it was funny because by 10.30, you're like so late that I feel like going- You just gotta call in. I just feel like call in or like, the extra 20 minutes to go back home and change like, right. wouldn't really move the needle. But Tally agrees. She's very nice about it. She, I, I probably wouldn't agree. I'd be like, this uh, is not your house. In a week, I'll do whatever. It's also true. <laughs> and Tally trades this girl for her outfit, her like professional business outfit right. for this girl's sexy nightclub red dress. Because Tally also thinks like she's just going to be at the house all day. But no. Hayes calls her, tells her he needs her to like meet up with him mm-hmm. at a client's house. And she's like, of course. of course. So she has to go to this like house call yeah. in her in her sexy red dress, in her sexy dress, which is kind of funny to me. I will say Tally does seem kind of put out by any request he has for her. She's yeah, she very much, I think, judges him just by his slutty behavior and also I just feel like she complains a lot about the actual assistant job I would just write on a post-it in front of me if I were like that four thousand a week four thousand like she gets paid so much money like right it's fine just do it just cater to his every need this is such a good job yeah so I thought it was funny that she's just like kind of complaining about anything he asked her to do. Like right. she's just like huffing and puffing. Four thousand a week is a lot. I'm like do whatever. She get paid a lot. Yeah. So a week or so goes by, and they still kind of yap at each other, but they also flirt with each other. So we're starting to like kind of already get into a different a different relationship. There's still, I think she's just really quick-witted and... He just loves that. Yeah. So they, there's flirting. There's a little bit of strife. but Some banter. A mm-hmm. little bit of banter. But he still is having women over all the time. Like one morning there she gets there. Two women there. And he's like, can you get the women upstairs to leave when I'm gone? I was like, plural? Uh, yeah. And yeah, he's got two women in his bed mm-hmm. that she has to get out of there. Now, one thing we do learn, we because up to this point, we don't really know too much about him other than he's a workaholic. But yes. we do learn a little bit more about Hayes. And he was once engaged. Mm-hmm. But then when he, he went out of town for like a work conference, mm-hmm. he was only gone a couple days. And his fiance hooked up with his dad and now they're married and yeah, have a kid. And that's his stepmother now. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Your former girlfriend is your new mommy. It's <laughs> like, so weird. So weird. And then we also get a little bit of backstory on Tally. She had been dating a guy, Matt, for 10 years. They met in high school. She's 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dated through high school, through college. Mm-hmm. He wanted to become an actor, so they both moved to Hollywood. He got famous. He had a big, his Finally, big break. Uh-huh. And he cheated on her. Right. And he goes, just the one time. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dude, the one time was all it takes. It just made me laugh. So they have recently broken up and she hasn't really dated or trusted anybody since. Right. So they both have their individual trust issues. Mm-hmm. She still has Hayes' assistant. And one night he asks if she will accompany him to an event. Yes. And they go and they still have that kind of flirty flirt thing going. Mm-hmm. Nothing too crazy. But they're there. And who shows up? Who shows up? Matt, ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. Matt. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, his uh, his other name, I guess his pseudo name is Noah. That's his celebrity name. 
Oh. Yeah. Because at first I was like, what? They're like, he's also, this is Noah. Oh, I, I think that? I just skimmed over that because I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, what's wrong with the name Matt? <laughs> but anyways, it, it yeah. It is kind of funny that both of our husbands' names I know. were referenced in, in this, this book. book. Yeah. But mine's the cheater. <laughs> Yours is the best friend. <laughs> but they talk to Matt for a little bit and then Hayes can tell that she is uncomfortable talking to yeah, him. He's like, what's wrong? And pulls her away, makes sure that she's okay, and then also gives her like a sensual smooch to make Matt oh, jealous. Yeah. He's looking. Oh, yeah. He's definitely jealous now. But then nothing else really happens between them. They mm-hmm. still have the occasional flirty moments, but mm-hmm. it's not really going anywhere. It's just she's the assistant and they just kind of flirt more. I feel like he becomes a little bit more forward with the flirting like yeah. it's very there's no question that what he just said is flirting true and then he kind of gets softer yeah, yeah yeah but she's just constantly just questioning it like eh, maybe that's not what he meant yeah yeah and again they're not dating right so there is a point where this guy i think she knew him from college his name was sam mm-hmm. he calls her up or she calls him to get his advice on something oh we should probably also mention she's like an aspiring author oh yeah so, so she's writing a novel and she remembers that this guy sam has the same taste in books as her and mm-hmm. like what she is writing and she knew him in college mm-hmm. so she calls him to see if he'll read her book and give advice on any plot holes and things like right. that and Sam is actually like, oh, well, I'll be in town soon if you want to get dinner and meet up. And on the side, Sam sounds like a great guy. Yeah, because she was she was taken back by him when she saw him in the restaurant. She's like, oh, wow. He yeah, really he's like, like kind of sexy now. Mm-hmm. He's well established in his job. They he's have very the nice things funny. in common. Yeah, they have so much in common. I'm mm-hmm. like, Sam sounds like the guy for you. Right. <laughs> but she makes a date with him. Mm-hmm. She goes out with him. And they're having a great time. This made me laugh, though. And then Hayes shows up. Yes. This is the first time his jealousy, like, really came through. Uh Oh, he completely inserts himself in this date. Because he has no right to her. No. At all. This is after hours. This is after hours. She's getting drinks with the Sam guy. And Mm -hmm. Hayes walks in. And doesn't just, like, say hi. He just sits down. He's like, mind if I join you? <laughs> and crashes the entire date. And Sam is too nice, they said, so he, he didn't say anything. Yeah, but it's just Hayes sitting there with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Just, like, totally... Just like a dad would join a date. Yes! <laughs> Making sure they stay, like, ten feet apart. <laughs> I know! It was... I don't know, I kind of felt bad for Sam. Yeah. I hope Sam finds a great girl. <laughs> So a few days later, Hayes then asks Tally if she'll accompany him to another event, but this is a family event, mm-hmm. and pretend to be his girlfriend. So He's like, well, I did it for you. You have to do it for me now. Yeah, so essentially, I think I, I did mention that his ex-fiance married his dad, so right. he's uncomfortable going to family events. He gets looks. He doesn't want people to feel bad for him. I don't blame him. I mean, I don't God, either. It's, it's such be a awkward. weird situation. So she says yes, and they go, and they have a great time. And they both seem to realize that they don't have to try that hard to pretend to like each other. Like, yeah, they really when they're get along. out of their normal routine. They're somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They can just their relationship is really easy, and they like spending time with each other and it just really comes naturally for them right they share a few moments and when he drops her back off at her apartment at the end of the night he asks if she'll spend a weekend with him and that was really the first 
Because she's always, move. yeah, she's always saying that he needs to take more time off. Yes. Yeah. And it was a big deal for him to take. He doesn't take weekends off. Like he doesn't no. take any day he's off. Like, I could make ten thousand dollars this weekend. And she's like, "You're a millionaire. What is yeah. that even? It's not a drop in the bucket. Like just take a day right. off." It was a big deal for him. One, you're right to take a day off, and two, to ask if she'll spend it with him. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because during this whole time, she still is kind of oblivious to the things that he's asking aren't in line with what you would ask a normal assistant. Yeah, because she still talks to Jonathan, right? right. Who used to be his and assistant. Like, and Jonathan's uh, like, he never asked me to go to a right. weekend away. Like, this is different. Things are different with you two. Right. But she's still like, oh, no. It's, it's fine. Yeah. So they, that weekend, they drive down to a beach in Southern California. They've rented a house for the weekend. And they spend the entire time basically as a couple. They're laughing and grocery shopping and going to dinner. It's being a couple. It's a yeah, it's a couple's getaway, basically. (laughs) But they're not treating it like that. Well, she's not. Well, she's not, but until (laughs) after dinner they get home one night and they're sitting on the back porch and it just casually comes up that She's never had someone go down on her before. I'm so, okay. Like some of this is just a little unrealistic for me. That part, <laughs> like that is unrealistic. And the fact that I guess they had such a bad sexual relationship, her and, her and Matt. Like, yes, after 10 years. After 10 years. Like obviously you're comfortable with him. At one point you could be like, hey, buddy, <laughs> let's like, try it out. Let's work something else out, you know? And then she said he would finish so quickly she never really had an orgasm, I thought. Yeah. And so I was like, dear God, okay. Yeah, so she confesses that she's never had someone go down on her. And he's like, what? He's like, oh my God, let it be me. Yeah, please, let me, let me. Yeah, he's just like begging. He said, let me. Yes. He was like, let me do it. Let me be the first. And like, she's he like, is right. begging for it. And she's not going to turn him down. Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. He's there. He's, he's begging for it. So... <laughs> So things heat up, he gets to work, you know, things progress and they progress to some they love do, making. They do it, right? It, they do it yeah. on the back patio. Yeah. On uh-huh. like a chair. <laughs> okay. Like a, like a lawn chair, like a sexy, <laughs> rich lawn really chair. You really made it not sexy. I know, I was trying to like liven up afterwards, but yeah, maybe like it was like a comfortable lawn chair. Okay. I'll stop. So the next morning... They, you know, make some jokes about it. Try not to be awkward about it. What I love is that she jokes about, should I just send myself the flowers? Uh. <laughs> yeah, because she he always asks her to send flowers to his hookups yeah. the next morning. And so I think that was just her making light of it. Yeah, I think that she had, I mean, she likes him, right? At this point, she likes him, but she doesn't want to get her heart broken. So right. she's kind of convinced herself that this was, you And know. she's still kind of convinced that he isn't really into her. Well, he never sleeps with the same woman twice. Right. So at this point, she's like, well, that was our one time. Right. It's over. I'll see myself out. I'll yeah. see myself out. <laughs> but what she doesn't know is he's like infatuated with her. He is, like in, he love. is in, love in love with her. Yes. But they kind of just, I mean, it, it clearly meant something to both of them, but mm-hmm. they're not telling each other that. Right. But he spends like every waking moment, any free time he has with her. Yes. They're together all the time. Even a week later, he has a work trip plan to San Francisco. There's no reason for her really to go. No. But he's just like, eh, you know, he there might be some pamphlet her. issues. Yeah. He was like, well, what if I lose my pamphlet? Like, <laughs> I'm like, like, don't think that. Are you that 
bad in life. Oh, great enough reason. But she does go. And things have been a little off the past week since the hookup. Mm -hmm. They haven't been flirting at all. Right. They don't really know how to be with each other. They don't. Mm -hmm. And things are kind of like awkward and stiff and just... They're not their usual selves, and she misses it. Right. She misses their banter, but they get to San Francisco, and they end up sharing a hotel suite. So they have their own room, but they share that common area, right? Yeah. He has a rough day, and it's so hard being a millionaire. So hard. So she offers to give him a little shoulder massage. He's like, oh my God. He's like, what is this magic? Why haven't we been doing this? And it progresses very quickly, and they have to sex. To City? <laughs> 16 times. Okay. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, no, I'm sorry. They had sex 16 so times in one night. They get up the next morning and, you know, he is exhausted. She is exhausted. And he's like, well, it's because we had sex 16 times last night. And I was like, like, I just stopped reading for a they minute. They said it so casually. Like, it's a normal thing. Let's say it's an eight hour sleep period. That's two times an hour. Like, I just. It reminds me of whenever you would watch a show and there's always an episode where like that you have to keep your hand on a car for 24 hours to win the car. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It reminded me of that. Like to have sex twice twice an hour for eight hours straight would be like you have to keep your hand on the car to win the car. Could you imagine having like 16 <laughs> orgasms in one night? Like I think your body would just be like... <laughs> Well, I, I just feel like on both sides, 16 times is a lot. It's a lot, right? It's a lot. Okay. Who has that kind Either of stamina? That or I'm just lame. I just don't. I mean, it, just the stamina alone. I mean, it's... That's so exhausting. It's unrealistic. But they just... They like, didn't even seem... Really phased by it. Right. Like, it I would have been like, bedridden. It wasn't like they got up the next morning and they were like, can you believe we did... Like, that is... Unreal. No, no they were like, like oh, 16. oh, 16. Yeah, just a regular Saturday. <laughs> I was shocked. I have God. it in my notes in bold. Yeah. I was like, 16. That is so many. So at this point, they're basically in love, right? They're making plans for another weekend away. They're hanging out all the time. They're banging it out all the time. And just having the time of their lives. Like, mm-hmm. they are just in this super honeymoon bubble. But also, this temporary position is coming to an end. True. Jonathan mm-hmm. will come back. He's coming back. But they're just so in their own love bubble. Like, mm-hmm. nothing can break it. Right. Until her mom calls. I haven't mentioned it yet, but her family life is pretty rough. So mm-hmm. her dad died from a heart attack like a year ago. A year ago. Mm-hmm. And he died while in the car that her younger sister was driving. So he was teaching her younger sister how to drive and he had a heart attack mm-hmm. and he died. Yes. <laughs> so the little sister is completely traumatized. Right. She's been in inpatient therapy mm-hmm. for a long time. She's not doing that well. Right. And her mom is drinking a lot. She has an older sister, but her older sister has a family of her own and isn't overly helpful with the current situation. So Tally really feels the burden of the family responsibilities. Like she's paying the bills for her sister to be. She's paying the bills. Mm -hmm. You know, the therapist calls her and says, you know, I think your mom has a drinking problem and I can't release your younger sister in her care. Yeah. So when it's time for her to be released, it needs to be you who comes back to Kansas and takes care of her because her sister is 16, 17, and still has one more year of high school. So Tally already knows at that point, like I'm gonna have to go back to Kansas at some point and take care of my family. And she's really avoided telling Hayes this whole thing. Yes, she has. 
And then her mom calls and says she got a DUI, she got into a wreck, she mm-hmm. broke her leg, so she needs Tally to come home early. Because she was like, oh, okay, well, after my trip, and she's like, no, I need you to come home now. Need, I need to come home now. She's in the hospital. She's going no, to go to jail. This was when he had a surprise for her. Yeah. He had a surprise for her, and she's like, I can't. He's like, it's fine. If you have to go home, you have to go home. And but so, he didn't know she was going home permanently right she has not been open about her situation Mm -hmm. so she has to go home and like her mom's in the hospital she's gonna get arrested she got a dui she has to bail out of jail whenever that happens she has to take care of her sister like she knows that when she goes home she's going to be there for at least one year until her sister graduates Mm -hmm. so it's it's not a short trip and that essentially means kind of the end of their love affair i mean well i think hayes tries to be like what do you need from me like i think he's trying to get her to say like hey i have feelings for you yeah so she's decided this is the end right she's Mm -hmm. like we can't do long distance it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. he takes her to the airport and he is so sad he's like a sad puppy and it's Mm -hmm. like what do you want? Just please tell me what you want. Mm -hmm. Trying, like you said, to get her to say, I want to be with you. Mm -hmm. I want to make this work. I'll wait, you know, wait for me, whatever. Yeah. She doesn't feel right about asking him to wait for her. So she says nothing. (laughs) So she's like, yeah, I I don't need anything. I don't need anything. Uh, Gut punch. I know. And he is just like devastated. Very sad. But she is too. I mean, she, she goes back to Kansas and she's absolutely miserable. And she's just, she's carrying all this burden. It eventually bubbles over and she finally comes clean to her family about how much resentment she's built up about being the sole caretaker of all of them. Yeah. I mean, her older sister has been calling her with her unrelated problems. She's financially supporting the mm-hmm. entire family, the younger sister, the mom. Like she, it just, she can't take it anymore. Right, because I guess when Hayes actually saw where she lives and that she basically lives off ramen noodles, he realized all the money that he does pay her is yeah. just going to her family. Yeah, he's like, well, how do he's you like, live, you live like this? here? <laughs> yeah, and uh. she sends all the money she makes to her family. And, you know, early on in the book, like when he started like developing feelings, he offered to pay all her debt off. Yeah. And she was like, no. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, cool. Okay. <laughs> is this what love is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the family, they do end up listening to her and they just vow to do better. Right. They finally like open their eyes and we're like, oh, we've been Mm -hmm. leaning all on one person this entire time. And in the meantime, they do text a little bit. Like they say, I miss you. I miss you too. Yeah. You know, she's at home one day when there's a knock at the door Mm -hmm. and she opens it and it's Hayes. Because she finally sent him the text saying that she was in love with him. Yeah. So she's just so miserable. Yeah. And one night she just like confesses to him that I'm in love with you. I've I'm never so loved sorry. anybody like I love you. Yeah. And it looks like he's texting bubbles go away. They stop. He never responds. Never responds. But it's Ooh. because he hopped on a plane oh! and he went straight to her. Yeah. And she opens the door and he confesses his love for her and says, you know, he'll be spending half the month in L.A. and half the month in Kansas. They're going to make it work. And then the epilogue is he proposed and they just live happily ever after. Oh, I thought, considering I started the book like at 3 p.m. yesterday, <laughs> uh, but it was 300 pages. Um, it was a page turner. I got through it. Yeah. yeah. 
So I enjoyed the read. I know. I think I might read the second one. Yeah, for sure. The, the only issue I, I really had with the book was I wish they would have went into more detail about why they hated each other in the beginning to kind of give me a, a real enemies to lovers feeling. Well, and I don't even think it needed to be an enemies to lovers. I think it could have just been like a proximity. She's his assistant because you're right. I mean, they didn't go into the enemy situation. They weren't even enemies for that long. Right. I just don't think that part was needed. Mm-hmm. I think it could have just been sexy assistant, hot boss. There was just no need for them to be enemies. And I don't think the book even needed the enemies. So right. I mean, I just either you need to give us more reason for why they hate each other or just get rid of it. I thought the writing was good. I thought the characters were good. I liked them both. I was reading for them both. Mm-hmm. I thought the He was the much was softer right. than I anticipated going into the book. I kind of thought that he would be like the grumpy boss, mm-hmm. but he really wasn't. It was grumpy in the beginning. The first like two, I don't know, not for very long though. Pretty short. Like I said, about 20% of the book and then he tables He really changed. quickly and easily flipped to just being kind of obsessed with her. Yeah. But because he's not naturally grumpy. It seemed like it was only directed to her. No. He didn't seem to be No, you remember the, the secretary else. at his office was just like, oh, you know, like when she came to drop off the food, like, don't go in there. So it sounds like he's kind of a dick to everyone, but he gets softer with her. Yeah. But it sounds like he's just a dick because of his past, you know, like when your dad sleeps with your girlfriend. Yeah, that's kind of a low blow. <laughs> But that was the book. That was the book. If you read it, let us know what you thought. Yeah, it was a great book, whoever recommended it. Should we read the rest of the series? I need to know. I kind of want to read it. I don't know if I care so much about the Drew and Six thing. Yeah. I, I kind of just want to skip Six isn't the main guy. It's his brother. Right. So maybe that's... Right. I kind of like Drew a little bit, but she seemed to make some poor decisions. Yeah. We will see. We will see. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this month's podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.